awaken your visionary and step in to the vortex of unlimited life force potential. This is the Visionary Vortex Podcast and I'm your host, Lauren Renee. And now begins the journey. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, visionaries, from wherever you are tuning in from. On today's Visionary Vortex headlines, we are looking at debunking what the mainstream media is really doing to us and looking at new ways that we can be empowered in the way that we consume. (laughs) Ah, yes, that's right. So this podcast uh, that you're about to receive is with myself and the beautiful, bright, amazing Tiffany Rouge, who I had the blessing of meeting recently and connecting over our past careers in journalism. Uh, She had a lot of experience uh, being a radio presenter. So that was actually always a, a dream of mine to actually be a presenter. So it's pretty awesome that she's had that path and is now Uh, on the other side of that and helping people bring their ideas into podcasts, which is incredible because I love podcasts. (laughs) So I was like, I want to do a podcast with someone else who absolutely loves podcasts. That just sounds like the most uh, perfect plan. (laughs) And what I really wanted to pick Tiffany's brain about uh, is, yeah, like her visions of yeah, how we really change the way that we share news in the world. Like how do we create spaces where there is news and information that has a really positive impact on people's lives that supports growth and change. Um, and, and yeah, how we can really bring this all together into new spaces that uh, impact people, you know, beyond the mainstream media. So I loved this chat. Uh, we really got to reflect on some powerful pieces that's really relevant to anyone who's a consumer, which you are listening to this. We're all consumers and we're all consuming information all the time. And I feel now more than ever, we need to be empowered in the way that we consume media rather than just being numb to it or absorbing it. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure this this conversation will give you a lot of, of pieces that you can take away and reflect on and, and implement into your life in the way that you receive information. Uh, so enjoy. Okay, welcome. Welcome, Tiff, to the Visionary Vortex podcast. I am Thank so you. grateful to have you on here today because you are a podcasting queen. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, I was so inspired when we met recently uh, at a retreat um, when you shared what you do for work. It's all around helping people bring out their podcasts, bring their messages to the world. And we really shared this passion for just sharing our truth and sharing what's on our heart and giving that a space to be heard and just kind of, uh, yeah, it really lit a spark in me again around this podcast of how powerful it is in the time that we're in that we can create our own messages and deliver them out to the world and uh yeah both of us coming from a media background it's it's something that is quite new and yeah really just inspired me to have this conversation with you today so thank you for being here Oh, absolutely. Like it jumped at the chance because I feel we're very connected and there's a lot of similarity in, I guess, our past, but maybe in the the future that we're trying to, that we're, we're working on forming and, and bringing out in people because it's all about, from my perspective, just helping others live in their truth and share it, right? Like Six years ago, maybe longer, eight years ago, I got the throat chakra tattooed on the back of my neck and I didn't even realize how significant that was going to be in my entire life's purpose. And for me, what it meant back then was like, oh, I'm a radio announcer. I'm going to go like clarity of expression. It's all really important about what I say and things like that. 
but it's taken a life of its own now. Now I'm at that point where it's like activating the throat chakra. How do I help others activate their throat chakra and speak from that place of authenticity? Because it's so challenging to do that in this current, you know, system world that we have right now, especially in, in terms of social media and, and I guess like the way that the world and the systems are set up. Um, so for me, the, the more that I can help others do that and share what's inside them to help them live a fulfilled and happy, beautiful life, that's done. You know, that's, that's me in a nutshell, you know, it's my purpose. Mm, I love that so much. And my mind's already going with all of these different <laughs> pathways that we can go down today with this conversation. Cause really the intention is to kind of have a real visionary conversation together around what the new media can really look like that we're stepping into. And what I feel in you sharing that is like stepping away from this one agenda, one way of thinking, everyone following one thought to actually awakening our own unique truths, sharing them with each other, and then feeling what is true for us. And then it's, you know, this, I'm just seeing all these people light up with all their unique truths and all of those are valid as well. Is that sort of something that you see as well? A hundred percent. Like it's something that like I've even dealt with myself, right? Like when I was working as a radio announcer, I thought this was my authentic self, but I got so fed up with having to talk about the the stuff that no one cares about, like who Justin Bieber was dating at the time. And like, I don't even know Justin Bieber. So why should, why am I talking about him? Like that is not going to enrich anyone's life to know that he's married to who and whatnot, you know? But for me, I like, I got to a point, right? So I was working in a radio station in Wollongong and I just like, I was so fed up. It was a really bad place to work it was really challenging there was a lot of like workplace harassment and bullying going on and it, at that point I was like this like the reason I got into radio the reason that I I you know love sharing is to make a positive impact on people's lives and I was working in this place that was not doing that and so I started my own podcast and decided that I was actually going to be the person who is, you know, take autonomy, take charge, take leadership with the sharing of the positive vibes and the mindset and the useful tools and tips that people can use in their own lives to live a better one, you know, to live fulfilled and actually to make an impact on themselves. And like, we all know that when you start to make positive change in your life, it ripples out into every other situation and conversation relationship that you have in, in, in your life. And so then you are creating positive change as that ripple effect. And I thought, wow, you know, if I can be a part, just one tiny little like reason that someone changes their thought process or their mind, then I have done my, my soul's purpose, which is to help others swiftly, you know, flip that positive switch in their mind and then share it. Mm. Oh, I just, everything you're saying, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. This has been my story as well. <laughs> and I just love the oh. way you're articulating that because yeah, it was similar for me going down this path of studying journalism and media and uh, yeah, it was to share positive messages to the world, to get out the truth to people and then going into the industry like actually at first I worked for a community radio station which I loved because there was so much more freedom in you know bringing out different stories in that to then going to like a mainstream newsroom and it, it just like I remember the feeling like even how you were describing the workplace environment it was something so Ugh, like I would get there and I'd just feel dead at my desk. And it was like, oh, I need to write, you know, three to six stories today. But I just, my soul just felt empty. And I remember just blaming myself for that. And it actually catalyzed me to do a lot of, you know, development work on myself because I thought there was something wrong with me. But really having had that experience and then coming out of it and having the understanding that I do now, it makes me realize it's just something icky in the environment of media of today. And I'd kind of, yeah, love to go into a bit more of that because I often have these conversations with people about the reality of today's media and what it's actually doing. And people are like, whoa, I never thought of it that way. And yeah, I would love for you to kind of share 
what are some of these truths that you've discovered from going from mainstream media to now being in your full expression and helping others with that, that you can kind of shine a light on? Um, for example, one thing that I, I share is this uh, understanding that it's negative news that sells and how that's addictive for people and what that's actually doing. Yeah, it's the biggest thing, right? Like we all kind of, you can take media, like it, it just comes at you, right? And there's no real um, thought about the source and like what is the intention of that source. And right now the intention of every media is to sell right? Because media is um, funded either by like Murdoch, who doesn't have any sort of, you know, positivity in his body. He just thinks about money or it's like advertisers, right? So what is going to get the most amount of views, clicks, likes, you know, shares, those sorts of things. And that's why the media is the way that it is today, because it, it, it has the angle, like, how can I, I write something from a perspective that is going to sell? Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. Because if you look at media from that perspective, you go, wow, okay, this isn't like hearing about calamities, about wars. Yes, it's tragic and it's terrible, but how is that helping you, right? It It might make you feel bad. It might make you feel compassion for people in those war-torn places, but there's not a lot that you can do about it in your current field of, you know, where you live, what you do, what can you do actually do about it, right? Not a lot. So it might make you feel small, insignificant, and really challenged to, to kind of try and do something about it. And the thing with media, right, is it, it like it gives you this like bird's eye whole world perspective of what's going on when you can't really do too much with that. Like if you ever gotten to a point where you're like you're really stuck in that like bigger vision of your life, like you're like I've got this goal and I'm going to like do all these things, but then like you're stopped because it's like a little bit overwhelming and you kind of think, holy shit how am I going to do any of this stuff? Like, I'm just me, one small person. Like, what are the small things that I'm going to do that is going to help me get to this goal, right? And like, you have to really break it down to the small little systems and processes that you can do that are going to help you get to that goal. But when you're looking at media, they're giving you all of this information from that like worldview and you're like, I can't do anything about this. So I'm just going to feel overwhelmed and terrible about my life because I feel insignificant. And the reality of it is that like if you just switch off media and we're talking like newspaper, print, um, uh, the radio, television, all of that stuff, right, has been curated by someone else. Mm. And if you can go back into yourself and this is where spirituality comes into it because it is the grounding within yourself coming home to you and go, okay, cool. How can I make this positive change in my life? Like what what can I do so that I can feel good about what I'm doing, the change that I'm making, the people that I'm seeing? How can I bring the positivity, the, the beauty, the love, the life fulfillment in my own life and give that out to others, right? Like we need to start by coming back to ourselves and then getting that game plan, getting those small little systems and processes. Like my big big like piece of advice for anyone who wants to do anything is to just start small like make those small tiny little changes that are going to make you feel like you did good today so one tiny little thing that makes you feel amazing and then tomorrow you do that thing plus one like you always just try and be like one tiny little percent better than you were today and that is going to build it's you know, like it's a snowball effect and it is going to bring about that positive change and like what you want in your life. Mm, Yes. And understanding how the media you're consuming is having such a strong impact on that. That was a massive exploration for me because, you know, one point that really came through when you were sharing that as well is how the mainstream media has us believe that there's like, you know, these, this one universal truth around everything that's happening. And like you said, that's always filtered down from, you know, having for me worked in journalism and then switched over to PR to have that understanding of how that industry works as well, is that 
there's an agenda from all these companies that have the most money that are paying for these press releases to go out to journalists inbox that they may just do a little bit of fact checking on and then put out there and that gets published by one big organization and then another publishes it and so it's this one person's or organization's version of truth that people are feeding and then taking on as their truth but like you said there are so many different truths based on our own lived experience and we need to be able to tune into that so it was actually after years and years and years of having to follow all the news as my job to then getting to a point actually when I was still working in a PR agency in London where I was like what if I tried not reading the news anymore because there was a lot of negative news happening in the UK at the time when I was there and it was making me so depressed and I was like I need to just have a detox from this and I started you know podcasts were really getting big around that time and I just thought what if I just start listening to podcasts on my on my you know trip to work instead and it was changing my entire reality and it's like whoa yeah like we are really especially in the medium of audio, like I just want to express my gratitude for people listening to this right now because you are giving so much of your focus and your subconscious attention to us right now and you're choosing to tune into something that's opening your perspective and encouraging you to listen to yourself rather than us, you know, feeding our agenda. You're listening to our thoughts, our opinions, but right now you're probably feeling in your body what actually resonates as truth for me and what is that invoking in my mind what new ideas are coming up for me and this is really you know what what our consumption should be about just a filter rather than an agenda 100 percent, and it's one of those things that like it's the choice right like we all have the choice to like decide where and what we fill our mind with and you know you can easily get it fed to you by the media, traditional media. And it's so like our system has been designed. So like if you walk into a shop and they're playing the radio, if you go into like Harvey Norman and they've got the news on all the TVs, like it's so easy to be in that state where you are consuming unknowingly, unchoosingly um, media, traditional media, right? And we know that the source is, is advertising and money, but by you choosing to put on this podcast or, you know, watching things like if, you know, your choice to watch Netflix or Gaia or other audiobooks or other podcasts, like you have the autonomy to go, actually, I don't think this is right. I want to learn a little bit more about this. And this is the beauty of podcasting because anyone can make a podcast about anything and share their voice and opinion. And that's so, so important because if you think about like the the traditional media's current structure about sharing voices and opinions, you've got things like a current affair and it is absolute trash, right? Because again, it is motivated by money. They still want to get the viewers. So they're going to go and choose the voices and their opinions that are so polarizing that are going to grab people's attention. And that's like, they, that's a, a widespread amplification of such a polarizing view. And okay, you know, kudos to them. That's what they're doing. That's their business model, but that's not going to help you. So bringing it back to being like, actually, I don't have a polarizing view on this, but I actually want to learn more about this. I, 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 I'm at a point, right. And it takes a little bit of self-awareness to go, Hmm, I don't know about this. I want to learn more and actually seek it out. And we can be so, I guess, brainwashed in the sense of living our lives and just going like A to B, living in that masculine state and just forgetting that we have the choice and have that, you know, bringing in that self-awareness. If you don't have self-awareness, then it is very likely that you're going to be affected by things that you hear in traditional media, the stuff that you read, the stuff that you watch. And it's important to bring about that self-awareness. And this is where I think you know, there's a lot of talk about like, you know, the, the community picking up this is it, right? Like it starts with self-awareness and if you can be at a point where you're like, cool, right? Like I don't know enough about first of all myself or the world around me, but I'm going to go and explore that. That is the best positive change you can make in your life starting right now. Mm, totally agree with that. And one thing I, yeah, I was even sharing with a friend the other day is like, it's not that hard to question what you receive. And so many people aren't doing that. And this is such a time 
for us to be questioning everything that we read that's outside of us. Okay. Is that truth for me? Like, or even just doing a little bit of research about it. Like I know, you know, last year when all the pandemic was starting, people were sharing all these different articles and me just having that natural journalistic background. It's like, this doesn't feel right. Or this doesn't seem correct. You know, I might just do a quick Google of what the reporter's name is and see that that's someone that's completely made up or whatever it is. It's like fact checking on stuff doesn't have to be a really huge process as well. It's really like something that everyone can bring into their nature and and really have their own discernment uh, around media. In, yeah, hundred percent. Mm. Yeah, and like even you know what you see on social media, like a lot of people, particularly I guess a lot of the older generations who are very new to social media, they take what they read on Facebook as truth. And I I'm so grateful, you know, that my dad taught me to question everything you know really just take that open-minded view on everything that you see every situation relationship conversation that you have question it you know take it all with a grain of salt and we can be lulled into that false sense of I guess security or truthfulness from what we read online but I'm I'm so grateful as well because I, I've managed to kind of teach my mom to be like, okay, you've read this on 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 Facebook. Now just Google that exact thing that you've read and see if that's true. And it takes you literally 20 seconds to jump onto Google because you're already on your phone or you're already on your computer reading whatever it is, and actually type in, you know did the Gaza Strip get bombed today? You know, those sorts of things. Like, yeah, there's going to be lots of news reports saying that that's happened. If you can't find anything about it online, chances are someone is lying. Mm. Yeah. And the same thing goes for actually like, you know, new age and, and spiritual things that get spread around too. Like we were just kind of touching base a bit about um, astrology before this as well. And often I will see people sharing like astrology updates and that's kind of become a really big thing in like the, you know, more new age communication on social media. And I'm like, that actually doesn't feel really factual. That doesn't feel right as well. And like we we have other episodes on this podcast as well. We talk about like having your own individual relationship with the system of astrology as well. And I think it's similar in that with, you know, your relationship to pieces of media. It's like everything, you know, don't take from outside of you, come back within, have your own relationship to that event that's happening in the world or this the particular energy that's happening today how does that feel for you rather than being like oh i saw this person share this and this is what's happening and now i'm taking that on as my truth because it will become your truth if you're taking that on too yes 100 percent. and like the the hardest thing is to, to try and challenge someone in that state when they are they're taking what they've seen as truth and then they have zero um, fact or research to base what truth they believe on. And like most of the time when they say, no, like I, I feel like this is right. And I'll go, okay, cool. Why do you feel like that? You know, what, where are you feeling like there's an authentic truth coming from and try and question where that source of truth is because, you know, our biggest source of truth is ourselves. Mm -hmm. And if you talk about your own perspective and your experience, I'm going to 100% believe you because that is your truth. But something that isn't even like, isn't our truth, you know, like the, when it, when it comes to like a situation, only the people that were present in the situation can truthfully speak about it. Everything else, it, that's like primary information, right? And then we're talking secondary information is someone who has spoken to the person that was in the situation and gotten their degree of it, but they weren't the only person or um, perspective of the situation. And there's always going to be, it's that like two sides to every story, but if there's 10 people there, it's 10 sides to the one story. And so by sharing like what we know as truth, and it's important really to come back into, this is the way I see the world. This is the way I think about it. It may not have been the like what actually happened, but it's what I perceive that the world is like and the world, you know, that's what I perceive the situation to have been. And people can, you know, really get lost on the the stemming and like the different steps. It's like the Chinese whispers of of the actual truth mm. when, when you're talking about secondary information. Mm, totally. 
And I was kind of feeling to come back to this point of like how we're in this world of polarization and that's kind of addictive at the moment because it's perpetuating all of our separation. Like this is where I stand on this and this is where I stand on this. We're seeing so much of that in the world right now. And yeah, I'd, I'd be curious to know how you can see us resolving this through the way that we share our stories, because it's very hard to say, okay, I have this opinion and you have this opinion. And can I be aware of what yours is? And can you receive what mine is? And can we come together and just share in this way? It's, it's very challenging because we have a lot of wounding that's underneath this. So yeah, I would love to hear your perspective on that. Um, I think a lot of it is ego. It, you know, it, it's that I, I stand above everyone else kind of mentality. I listened to a podcast of a guy who was an African-American and he was at in college somewhere in America. And, um, he, he was in this, um, community, like an African-American community, um, that was really, you know, like, uh, black lives matter, black rights kind of thing. And it was pretty good. And then he actually got this um fascist white america um you know probably like i'm not sure but like someone who has a lot of the same mentality as like the ku klux klan he was very very racist towards people and he actually got this guy to come and speak in this group and the guy got a lot of flack for it he like all of his peers were like why did you get this guy to come and like you know, blasphemize us. Like what was in your mind? Why were you thinking that? And his response was like, we need to be aware that there are other opinions that exist in this world. We need to be aware of how other people see us because we are, we see us as like, you know, this beautiful community who love and, you know, we are who we are. But if somebody else sees us and we can accept that they have a different opinion to us, then we can actually start to make change and start to work with them. Because when you are arguing with someone saying, this is my opinion, this is how I feel, and the other person is doing the exact same thing, there has to be a level of humility to actually go, okay, I, I appreciate you. I understand you are a person who has your own thoughts, ideas, and beliefs, and you see the world from a completely different perspective to the way that I see the world, and I have my own thoughts, ideas, and beliefs. But if we can meet and recognize that you think differently to the way that I do, and we can agree on that, and that there is a like there is a divide there there is a gap here and go actually i'm open to learning why it is you know that you think that you know whatever he was saying was really racist you know and and to be able to have that mirrored back so for the other person to think that as well and to understand like okay here are two different opinions. You're both right. But what do we actually do about it? You know, like everybody's fighting to be right. No one's fighting to change. And like, this is where we all get lost in like, oh, I'm so right. I'm amazing. And it's like, well, what is right actually going to give you? What is right getting? Where is that getting you? And plain example is like my partner and I, we are very, very different. Very like we think so, so differently. And in most cases, right, I'm right. But I have to sit down and go, actually, being right doesn't matter because I still love this person and I still want to be in a relationship with this person. So I'm going to put away the fact that I'm right about whatever we were talking about and go, doesn't matter. You know, I still want to live with you. I still want to be in this relationship. And this is the, the hardest part because, you know, society has built up a lot of people in their belief system, thinking that they're right, but actually not taught them how to understand that other people can be right too. And how we actually like form something with these opinions, you know, how do we work together and make change and actually create a system or a process or something beautiful that's going to bridge the gap to where our experiences don't meet. Mm, yeah. Yeah, this is such a challenging thing for people to grasp. And I find it is something that I've learned to balance well in my life is like holding a certain opinion, but then hearing someone with something opposite, not judging them, hearing them, receiving them in their truth, but just accepting them in that and still choosing what's what's true in a life for me. And I actually think this is how we create 
a lot of harmony in the world and in I'm even seeing the media system as well like we're coming back to this community tribe kind of mentality so we can have all these different little pockets of the way that we receive information that resonates with us that creates our tribe our community yet they can all coexist and you know they there's still going to be that element of separation but yeah, it's, it's rather than us against them. It's just like, okay, where do we fit in and where do we find our piece in the puzzle? Yeah, it's so important. And like, I think a lot of it is, you know, the, like the difference between masculine and feminine, right? Because the masculine is all about like outcomes, right? I'm doing this. I am amazing. Like I am number one, you know, getting shit done kind of thing. Whereas the feminine is like acceptance, flow, being, and we can so easily like pass over that acceptance and that flow and go, no, no, no. Like I'm right. I'm going to continue thinking like this. I'm, I'm in that like masculine state when it's like, well, we are both, you know, there's the yin and the yang. There is supposed to be an opposite to everything. That's karma. You know, everything has an equal and opposite reaction of every action. And so, of course, there's going to be difference. But it's about being able to fit those pieces into that puzzle, like you say. Mm, yes. And I'd love to kind of just, you know, drop in a bit where the listeners might be at this stage. It's like, is if anyone's kind of like, oh, I realize that I'm kind of in an echo chamber with my opinions, or I do have an addiction to this particular media platform, or I only listen to this person's views. And they're kind of like, well, where do I go from here? What do you, what do you kind of recommend? Or what do you see for people's consumption behavior that they can really shift and change if we're coming into this more uh, wider views of, of, yeah, what we're taking in. I would think first of all, um, question, right. Question your relationship. So if you're thinking like, I'm obsessed, like even this podcast, right. Question everything and question the way it makes you feel like if it doesn't make you feel good question, why don't I feel good about it? Any situation question yourself first and then look to work on whatever it is that's come up. So if you get to a point where you're like, okay, I've questioned why Oprah doesn't make me feel good. And it's because of all of these things. And, you know, the perspective is like, why are you okay with all of these things that have happened? You know, maybe they've stemmed from like their limiting beliefs or their um, pre previous experiences that have helped you form this opinion that makes sure that you don't like, you know, Oprah and what she's all about. So questioning that again right and going am I okay with this no I need to do some work here and actually like take that as a point of direction of self-exploration and go okay or, or maybe it's the opposite maybe it's like what is it that I love about Jenna Kutcher and you know, you know why do I love everything about her so when I was growing up like I I didn't have very many female mentors in my life I didn't have a very strong mother figure and so I would attach myself like mentally to a lot of strong women that I found in my life and there was this beautiful beautiful um broadcaster in Darwin her name's Katie Wolf and I would just absolutely idolize her and I just everything she did her life I would look at her and I'd be like I just want to be her she's so freaking amazing and then I thought what is it about her that I like like what is it about her life that I want and I was able to break certain parts down like she's just so you know um oozing confidence and I realized that that is what I wanted. I wanted to ooze confidence. I wanted a loving family. I wanted like a secure job that I could say whatever the fuck I want, you know? And so with that, it was like, oh, here are some places that I need to start working on. Like, how do I get more confident? How do I get the job security that I want? And like, it's all an opportunity for self-exploration and self-development. And it's beautiful if you can look at it in that point of view in that way mm, yeah again being being the filter rather than just a sponge you know it's like that's that's yeah. your, your shadow work it's like oh just listen with a different perspective rather than just you know taking it all in like we've been conditioned to do and then I feel and, and something you know I'm really passionate about inspiring people 
um, that listen to this podcast to do is be a creator as well. It's like something that blows my mind is like more than 80% of people are consumers and, you know, less, I think it's even less than that. You know, there's so little people that are actually then creating and exactly what you said, this is how we become creators. This is how we come back to, you know, our, our ancient nature of being storytellers of, I heard this and this is what I feel about it. And this is my perspective, um, is so powerful. And yeah, I'd love for you to share a bit about, um, yeah, the concept of podcasting, how this can really be a platform for people to to share their voices and create their own ideas and concepts. Well, the, the plain and simple thing is, right, like anyone can make a podcast about anything, like the barrier to entry. And when I say a barrier to entry, it's like the things that are stopping you or the things that are in the way. And like, really, all you need to do is get yourself a, a USB microphone or get your phone and start voice recording. Like it's that simple, right? A lot like in terms of the technical side of it. But a lot of what I tend to, like for the people that I work with, the mental aspect of like, how do I bring about something that I feel is worth sharing and that I'm confident enough to share with other people. And so there's a lot of conditioning going on in our minds, especially like coming from, you know, when we were kids um, growing up that we were taught that like speaking about certain things is bad or taboo or don't, you know, don't raise your voice in certain areas and things like that. So a lot of it comes from the way we were raised and, and things that we were conditioned with. And so what I speak to and what I do with people is I just help them put these ideas down and get them to a point where they feel like they are communicating effectively not on a podcast right because if you can't co effectively communicate what's in your heart and your truth with other people it's going to be really challenging to do it on a podcast and share it with other people and feel confident about like hitting the send button and going you know saying to all your followers and your subscribers here's my podcast and from my own personal exploration of that like it took me a year to feel confident to speak in front of a podcast in front of a microphone and actually share it confidently and that was just me getting on a microphone every single day and talking about nothing like talking about what I see as nothing but what other people see as my life like I have a year's worth of every single day, like an audio journal entry. And I go back and listen to it and I'm fascinated because I'm like, wow, this is what I was thinking about eight years ago. Holy shit, I was obsessed with this guy, you know. <laughs> but to get bring it back to like what it is that you feel you have to share, you have to be able to confidently share it with yourself first, right? And like, mm -hmm. and and there's something beautiful about going back and listening to yourself because when we speak, what we're doing is like the thoughts are coming out and they're like, they're coming from your mind and they're just like coming out of your mouth, right? And yes, there might be a little bit of like, you know, half a second of like, okay, here's the thought and that's what I'm gonna say, but you're not speaking objectively. You're speaking subjectively, but if you go back and listen to the words that you have said, you can then be objective about who you are. And so like you, it, you, we often find you have a conversation with someone and you said all these things and then you forget, and then they come back and they ask you about certain things. And, and like, you might go, Oh my gosh, I can't even remember saying that. That's because we are subjectively speaking and we don't ever, ever listen to ourselves. But if we do, we're creating again, that self-awareness around who we are, but also the way we communicate, which is so important, right? Because if you aren't communicating effectively, you aren't being able to share your truth with others. And therefore you can't connect with them because you're not authentically giving what's inside of you to others in a way that they can respond to. And that's why it's so important to be able to help others share and communicate in a way that is so totally unique to them because every single person speaks differently and it's the way that we can actually be in tune with the way that we share and how I can help others and, and how I want to help others do that from that place of love and authenticity within themselves. Mm. 
Yeah, so many good nuggets of wisdom there. And I think that's such a powerful practice that people can do is just start recording audio for yourself. Just start seeing what comes out of your stream of consciousness every day. Who are you as your own stream of media? You know, it's like you can be so surprised what comes out. And this is the nature of creativity as well Is like you can listen back and was that really me? Like, is that really my thoughts or is this a piece of wisdom that I'm speaking to myself for me to receive? And yeah, that's that's something that can be incredible. It's even inspiring me more to do more solo podcasts as well, because I know when I do that and sit with that, I'm like, oh, that's exactly what I needed to hear for myself today. And now that might be something that I can share that adds value to so many other people. And that's, that's so beautiful. Like, yeah, seeing ourselves as our own media platforms and we just get to go to each other and receive. 100%. Like it's so, so important. And like, it will like amplify or like kick up a notch your ability to speak when you are at a point where you know what you've said because you've heard yourself. Mm. And it's no longer going, oh, is this right? Is this wrong? Am I going to embarrass myself? Because this isn't factual. It's like, if it's true in your heart and your body, then you can share that, you know, and there's nothing, you don't have to worry about being attacked for that or whatever. It's like, this is just sharing and that's it. Yeah. And it's that, uh, yeah, a hundred percent because you're the only one that's going to listen to it, you know? And if you even say, and th this is the beauty of communication, right? If you go, oh, I'm actually not quite sure about it. I read it and it made me feel like this. People give you that benefit of the doubt. You've addressed it because the, the biggest thing, like the all the confusion that happens is from the lack of communication. So mm. if you can address it and say, actually, yeah, I didn't really fact check that. I, I took it to be true. And I, you know, this is the way I feel about it, but it, you know, I may be wrong. And that's, that's the big thing to remember that you can be wrong. We are all human beings who make mistakes, who, you know, get led down the, the garden path and forget sometimes. And that's okay. And if you can actually admit that to yourself and then admit it to others, like my first ever radio show, I messed up. I started talking and the mic went even on. And do you know what? I was like, I'm just going to own this. No, went the mics back, put the mics back on. Hey, totally messed that up, didn't I? I'm here, blah, 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 blah. And it like, it shows that you are a human being that makes mistakes. Like people can relate to you when you make mistakes. Cause it's like, oh, they're not just perfect all the time. They're like me. Mm, yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah, this that whole element of perfectionism and the ego piece that, you know, you touched on earlier. <laughs> if that was not a little sign of what we exactly what we just talked about. <laughs> yeah. Setting itself and us jumping back on. It's like, oh, Lauren, we know you used to be a little media perfectionist. How are you going to feel about this now? <laughs> that's brilliant. Thank you, universe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah, that's exactly it. When we're working with technology and all these new things, it's like, how do we just own it? Express the real, true human experience to others. It's so, yeah. And, and that, you know, deepens our relationships because we're more authentic and, you know, we can take all of these things we've talked about and apply it in that bigger picture perspective as well as how this helps people be more confident in their expression and, and the true essence of who they are. Mm -hmm. Because we are real raw making mistakes and all is welcome, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, beautiful. Uh, before we close off, I'd love for you to share because I know that, yeah, we kind of have a similar vision of the way that we can see the media industry changing as well. But it's like it's an idea, but how do we really get to this place where we can shift people from, you know, going down all these sources that are coming from very few places to having more of a broad perspective? What do you see are the ways that the entire landscape can really change in future? Hmm. Yeah, that's big. <laughs> I mean, like, there's so many, yeah, there's so many, like, I guess ideas. Right. And I think it's important to, um, just tap on like what's already there. Right. Because 
every original idea has been like on stands on the shoulders of a concrete solid idea and so you know I, I think it's important like things like Gaia which is like the Netflix for wellness like more things like that right and and like if you're at a point where you want to see more of something, go out and create it. Like this is this is the place, this is the time to do it. And that's what I uh, wanted to do. And, it, you know, it's, it's still like a, a, a passion goal of mine. Who knows where we'll be on the other side of the 10 years um, of the decade. But like for me, I wanted to create like a, a wellness media platform that just shared the positivity and the, you know, the, the good vibes, the, the things that people need to hear to enrich their lives. And in my mind, it looked like a online platform that had, you know, was like the, the Gaia of online podcasts and, you know, could have a lot of written stuff and, um, you know, videos and things like that, just to, to bring more of a, a perspective and, and share more of the light that we all find in our world and, and like have it be more, I guess, um, you know, contributor, community contributed. So if there's something that somebody feels like they need to share, then really get on top of it. But then also look in like the event space of like, what are the local events that are going on? And this is like one of the biggest challenges that I found because I lived in New Zealand and I was new there, right? I didn't know that many people. And it was really challenging to find the community of people that got me that were, you know, in my sort of like field of, of understanding of consciousness. And I would go to different events and I would troll Facebook or trowel Facebook, just looking for different events that had like a semblance of conscious community or yoga. But, you know, these days it can be really challenging, especially if you're like, I don't really know how I can connect with more people who feel the same way that I do about it. And where do you start? Like a Google search, how do I find people that don't like 5G? You know, like where, where does that kind of come into play? Right. And so in my mind, it looks like a, you know, like a website that people go to that has events in different areas, but it also has the, the podcast, the articles, the blogs, the videos, and all those sorts of things that people don't feel that, you know, they don't have to pay to contribute. They can just contribute it and feel that it's going to help enrich the lives of others, like a positive Facebook or a positive Instagram that's just going to help people rather than show me as the better person that I've got all this sort of stuff, you know, because we are all one. We are, we're all like experiencing the same earth. And if we can share our perspective and how that has helped us live a better life, then there's the beauty of it. And like, feel free to talk about the bad and the negative times, but the importance of the negative and the, the downward spirals and being in, in, you know, not so stable states of mind is to come out of them and to recognize why that was happening to you and to go, wow, okay here's what I learned about that entire experience and to share it, you know, because there are other people that are probably feeling something similar to the way that you felt. And if we can talk about that and we can normalize talking about those sorts of things and the lessons that people have learned along the way and put them all in one spot on like a website or something, you know, create it. And I am very open to ideas. Like if, if you want to get in touch and you want to contribute and you want to help build this thing, let's do it. This is a community built thing. This machine that I, you know, I'm hoping is going to happen. I would absolutely love to help others and to be a part of making that possible. Yes, yes, yes. Call it in. I love it. <laughs> and that's exactly what I see as well. It's like, we've got so many individual creators doing amazing things. How do we now go to that next layer of bringing it into one ecosystem that people can access like you know the the more the different level of consciousness of like news.com you know it's like how do we yeah create mm. that platform for people and i'm hearing like the key pieces are like unity over polarization connection over disconnection you know it's um yeah you know thriving over surviving and that's really what we're coming out of so 
beautiful vision and yes definitely connect with us share your ideas this is how these things come together is just sharing connecting allowing that magic to really unfold yeah 100 percent. well thank you so much for sharing all of your magic and your wisdom and yeah this is this is your stage now to uh share the work that you're doing your podcasting and maybe if there's anyone listening that are like oh i really I have an idea on my heart that I want to bring out and and maybe you can share a little bit about the ways that people can work with you as well. Sure. Yeah. So I, I, I help people start podcasts and um, uh, business owners as well. If they are at a point where they're not quite sure about digital marketing, I help them turn the podcast into a marketing channel for them. And the best way to find me and what I do is to head to sanctuarymedia.co uh, or find me on Instagram. I am at Tiffany underscore Rouge. But if you have any ideas and you're, you know, or you just loved listening and you want to connect, I am so, so open to it. And I'm like, my personal email address is T-H-G-R-O-U-G-E at gmail.com. And it is always open. I I love connecting. So if there's something that is on your heart and, you know, you don't know where else to go, please chuck me an email or DM me on Instagram because I am so open. Mm, I love that feeling your heart and your openness in that. Thank you for sharing. Oh, one more thing. (laughs) I forgot about my own podcast. Oh yeah, of course. (laughs) I have the Miss Adventurous podcast and you can find that on Spotify and all the good ones. Miss Adventurous is spelled uh, with two U's. So yeah, just keep trying if you're looking for it or just search for Tiffany Rouge. Yes. And I can link that into the show notes for this episode as well. If anyone wants to check it out, uh, we all love the cross promotion, the collaboration, cause we all have beautiful messages to share with the world. <laughs> I love it. So, so, so beautiful. Thank you again. And thank you everyone for tuning in. I bet that one got you thinking, and if it isn't obvious already, we need to start turning to different news sources to be able to receive our information, just like this podcast. And what people like me, the creators need is you, the consumer's support to keep these going, keep these running. So subscribe, leave me a review, tell me what you loved. Uh, I would love to build a connection with you so that I can continue to be inspired to create these episodes for you. Sending you so much love.